Welcome to the Daily Bolster. Each day we welcome transformational executives to share their real-world experiences and practical advice about scaling yourself, your team, and your business. Welcome to the Daily Bolster. I'm Matt Blumberg, co-founder and CEO of Bolster. Uh, I'm here today with Joe Hurd. Uh, Joe is an operating partner at SOSV, an early stage venture fund. He is a multiple time, I think four time uh, board member of larger public companies, including his most recent appointment is Lloyd's of London, which is so cool. Such a venerable brand in the world. Uh, Joe was one of Bolster's first hundred members. He's a Bolster ambassador. So Joe, thrilled to have you here today. Hey, it's great to be here, man. Love the work that you and the team are doing at Bolster. Well, thank you. So the question I have for you, for our audience today, is you have seen everything from raw startup through Lloyd's of London. I don't know if that's your biggest cap company, but it's certainly up there. Um, when you think about the view from the boardroom and uh, uh, you kind of compare early stage boards with these larger later stage public boards, what are two or three of the things that you think kind of separate the two? Like how does a board mature as the company matures? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think... One of the biggest differences I see with early stage boards is, you know, look, starting a company is hard work, right? Um, the majority of startups, as you know, fail. Um, and as CEOs look to build their board for an early stage company, I think one of the, I'll be controversial, I think one of the mistakes CEOs sometimes make is they really look for harmony and symmetry between the CEO, the management team, and the investors, right? So some may say that insiders are, often preferred as board members of early stage companies as opposed to you know true independent true independent directors so that, that's one one big difference um you you know CEOs are looking for board members that are going to be supportive of the team of the mission um uh, investors are looking for people that are going to be sort of harmonious uh and uh, in the boardroom but you have to watch out for the group think right you have to watch out for not getting the constructive challenge that you actually need from a director right. um, in order to help the company scale. That's one big difference. Right, and so so contrast that with the later stage public company, like what are they looking for? If your job is not to be harmonious, is it to be the fly in the ointment or? Um... A really, a really good director at any stage um, recognizes that the first thing that she needs to be is independent, right? Um, and that a valuable director brings everything they've done outside the boardroom into the boardroom, but knows where the line is between being an activist, uh, sorry, being active, involved, operationally focused director versus being a more detached, a more cerebral um, director that's willing to share their advice and really help guide the company. It's just between being you know, a player and, and a coach, right? That's being a manager right. and the coach. Yeah, that's you right. have to really, really be mindful of that line. Yeah, all right, that's one great distinction. What's number two? Yeah. You know, another distinction is, again, because uh, these companies are earlier, um, you often find directors are more working directors, right? And that work can come from um, not actually getting there and negotiating deals or, you know, drawing up the marketing plans, but you might find directors spending two, three, four hours a week with an operating exec that they shadow, right? Or with the CEO themselves. So directors will bring um, their extensive operating experience and really bring it to bear to help that management team, you know, you roll up your sleeves and help coach and guide the, 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 the management to become, to become better in their roles, right? And that compares with on the public company side where you're not often involved in the, you know, everyday uh, 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 baking the bread at the company, 
that input stays in the boardroom and maybe it you know goes from the CEO and the management team in the boardroom to their operating to their operating staff as opposed to actually being in the office spending time on the ground uh, that you would in an early stage company that makes sense to me sleeves up sleeves down uh, exactly sleeves up right. I love it. sleeves up sleeves down what's yeah. number three number three is oh gosh um I think when you are early in and you are um, first putting the board together, and this is somewhat related to the first one, right? Um, it is a very rare CEO that will look for someone who is truly independent, outside the space, no relationship, and be willing to bring them into an early stage board. That's very rare. And part of the challenge is, I think if that happened earlier and more often, not only would you have better corporate governance of companies all across the board, but you'd also provide more entry points um, for people to get board service, right? Um, where you're not looking for the tried and true sector expert, multiple time director to come on your board, you know, at series A, series B, but you're willing to take someone that either hasn't had board service before or may come from an adjacent industry, but not your industry and be known to you. Um, so finding the CEO that, that, is, that, that can counter that and really bring that true independence in, I think is a virtue, not a vice, and something that should be happening more often. I love it. And you find that on, on larger public boards. Like they're, they're just getting great corporate athletes. They may not know much about their space at all, but they know governance. They know executive accountability. That's exactly right. Or even where you have on a larger board, you have a bunch of industry insiders. You have some that's not an insider, but it's certainly willing to roll up their sleeves and learn and lean in and give them a shot. And that's, for example, that's my example on Lord. That's my example on Lloyd's, right? I'm not an insurance industry insider, but I've got you know digital skills. I've got uh, I know how to you know talk and uh, help help companies scale, help efforts scale, and that's what Lloyd's was looking for at this particular point in the Lloyd's journey in the boardroom. Right. Excellent. Three great contrasting points between early stage boards and later stage boards. Joe Hurd, thank you very much for being here. Thanks, Matt. Pleasure to be here.